Okay, on page Reish Nun Hey. Reish Nun Hey. We're talking about, we're talking about not only contending with Yisurim, but growing, God forbid, from suffering, but not, the Mahalach that, that Schwartz is teaching us is that in order to be able to, to contend with difficulties of life, and even to gain a greater closeness to Hashem as a result of the difficulties, you can't wait for some big tragedy to happen. It should never happen. You can't wait for some extraordinary, horrible thing to take place and then to try to muster up inside of you the kaychas to deal with it. That's a big problem. That's what we all do and have done. And and the, the only way, the only way that we can that we can successfully grow from difficulties and get even closer to Kashbarah is this Mahalach. So he continues to explain on page Vaishnun Hay. Misha Margil is Atzmaliros as Aboribi Yasur Makalam. You have to begin to accustom yourself to looking for Hashem in the tiny little annoying challenges of life. You can't you can't just ignore Hashem and then when it comes, God forbid, to some Khalil or some horrible clap but all of a sudden, oh, where are you? You know, and how, to try to find a shem in your life at that time, which is, what, again, that's what people try to do. It's very hard to do it. You don't have a shachist on. You don't look at the world that way. When a, that's why the Gemara gives the example of uh, to what point, even if you reach into your pocket, like we were learning last week, and you came up with the wrong bill. So other people would say, that's suffering. That doesn't bother me at all. I don't. I can deal with these things. It doesn't bother me. That's not the point. That's not what Chazal saying. Chazal are not saying... Um, Chazal are not saying the, the, that you have to strengthen yourself to be able to deal with finding the wrong change in your pocket. They understand that, that any normal person can deal with that, with reaching in and having to go twice because you took, a, you took out a five instead of a ten. Anybody can, any normal person can deal with that. That's not the point. <coughs> so what Chazal saying, you assume is even uh, reaching into your pocket with getting the wrong bill. The thing is that person has to see every single thing in life through the eyes of of HaKadosh Baruch And since we know that ev- any single drop of Yusurim, even the tiniest little Narishkeit that a person goes to, like that with a pocket, every single drop of Yusurim <coughs> is what? Ein Yusurim Beloichet is to fix something. Is that Hashem's Baruch is doing you a taiva. So you think you're like a big knack, and so you say, no, it doesn't bother me, five, ten dollars. But then if you expected to find money, and you reach, and there was nothing, right? You thought there was a hundred dollar And then you start to say, gewalt, gewalt, so what happened to my hundred dollar bill? Someone pickpocketed me. So then you say, well, where were you, God, when I needed you, and so on. And you start to go into these, in the Yonah Hamuna. The Torah is teaching is as follows. When the Gemara gives that example, reaching into the pocket and getting the wrong change, it understands it's a clean, it's a small thing, anybody can deal with that. But that's exactly the point. Learn how to look at even things like that and say, okay, this was a disappointment. It's nothing. It's not a big deal. But I, but I know that, that even this tiny lit, a little bit of disappointment, even this little tiny disappointment is still called Yisurim. It still, it still is called suffering. And ain't Yisurim b'loichet. It means that there was some tiny thing that I did that was that I that I shouldn't have done either in this lifetime or another lifetime, and that Baruch Hu is rinsing that away by this little inconvenience of finding the wrong change in my pocket. So instead of ignoring this and then getting blown away when I when when I was pickpocketed, a person trains himself in this truth. It's not a make believe in the truth of of how to look at Yisurim that it's a type that it's Hashem's love and Hashem's Baruch's kindness that has brought this upon me. And that's why in order to do this, you must begin with the simple things, with the simple inconveniences and difficulties of life. That way, he says, If you accustom yourself to seeing HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the, in the lighter type of suffering, which we wouldn't even call suffering, just inconveniences and difficulties, then then, when the more difficult Yisurim come, and they do, at one point or the other, 
Nila Yosef Kaliras Behemis Yad Hashem. It'll be easier for you to see the Yad Hashem. You're a person that lives with Hashem's Baruch even in the small things of life. We learn that with Hashgach HaPratis also. And since you live with him in the small things of life, in this case, the, the small unpleasantries of life, the small challenges, difficulties, the little pieces of misery or suffering that a person might have in a common cold and <coughs> losing your credit card, is losing your wallet. If a person lives with a Kaddish Baruch Hu in that mahalach of Ein Yisurim Chait, it's, if I'm going through this, if the Baruch Shalom has my address on this, it wasn't, I can't believe what bad mazel I have, I can't believe it, but it's exactly what I needed, exactly the time of my life, to bring a taiv into my life of fixing or setting straight or doing whatever has to be done for the taiv hanitzchi of who I am in this lifetime and in earlier lifetimes, even the small thing. Uh, can it can also be for the greater good, or is it 100% for cleansing something that you did in the past? Both. It can be, it can be, it can be both. It's not dafka, like I did something horrible and something could be even if, it, even if it's not for some, something that's bad, that I did, it doesn't have to be, a, uh, even though it says, Ein Yisurim below Chait. But, so it means that every Yisurim has something, Chait doesn't always mean that there was something sinful in what I did. The word Chait means that there was something, there's something off. As I explained, the word Chait in Hebrew really means, Lachti Esamatar means to miss the target. So, there's something that, even though it might not have been sinful, but there was something that needs, there's something that needs to be in my life, and it's not centered, and and that is correcting that or fixing it in some way. And maybe there's no hate at all, maybe there's no sin, or and there's nothing at all that was off. So the problem with that is that, Chazal say, ain't Yisurim below hate that there is no Yisurim without something that needed to be fixed or something that needs to be, to be repaired. But it doesn't only mean something from the past. Remember that Hashem also operates with the future. So the better good of the person could be that this thing, that he goes through this thing in order that he should be able to do something in the future that he needs to do. So it doesn't only mean that there's something that was bad that was fixed, but to help him in the future that he shouldn't do something that's bad. It could also be. The nature of a person is that he doesn't even think of the, the little Yisurim, the little inconveniences as any kind of Yisurim. He doesn't think of them as any kind of Yisurim. Like you see somebody else's baby cry. Cry, the mother will give, the mother will give him a bottle, will be fine. You don't, you don't think of it as anything that has to do with your Yisurim. You, you take them. In other words, you're, you're, you're used to it. You're used to it. When I was when I was in Essex all the summer, I had to go to to the place to change money, the money changing, and it says there anybody that's been in Essex has had this a thousand times. It says that it was my first time having it in my recent trip, so I go to the money changer, and it says there the sign, the times that it's open, which I knew because I asked somebody from the shul under the, so regular if I went there and it says there, there's nobody there. There's nobody there. There's a line of around 15 people. There's nobody there. I'm standing there five, ten minutes, 15 minutes. My wife's waiting with the children in the car. I'm going, there's, there's nobody there. I look at the other people. I'm the only one that's like nervous there. None of the people are nervous. They're just standing with that look, that blank look, you know. Then I, I said, I forget, I'll, uh, we have enough to get by, I'm going to go back in the car, I'm going to stand down, I'll finish it in a little bit. Go back in the car, we went to the grocery, did different things, it's been a, an hour later, I come back, he's not there. There are different people online, he's not there. I asked somebody, what's going on with the, he's not here, he's made book, it says, it says over, it said on the thing, when I was first there, be back in 15 minutes, it's gone, it's so I said, forget him. I went back the next day, and he and he was there. I went back in the middle of the day, not the beginning of the hour, but the middle of the day. And I and I uh, I asked him. I said, I was here yesterday at the time. Said, you weren't here. He said, I had to go get something for my daughter. I noticed. I said, so he says to me something like that. 
It's my tessa. So what do you want to do to me? So my daughter needed something. I shouldn't go. So I went to get it for my daughter. She needed for school, school, camp, I don't know. She needed something, so I went to get it for her. <laughs> but the point is, I said to my wife, if an American is like Yisur, he couldn't even understand that I was talking up about it. Everybody else just goes through these things, and they know that when you live in Israel, the fact that it says the hours doesn't mean that he's open during that time. It means that there's a greater chance that he's open than, than at midnight, but it doesn't mean that he's not going to be open. It's just a better chance. But an American comes, and he says over there, uh, 9, whatever, 8.30 till 5 o'clock. So you, how can that be? If I have that in America, you go to a store, and the guy tells you I was getting something for my daughter. So... But you could become, it's not your sermon anymore. For me, it was your sermon. I'm not used to that. But the people online, I said to my wife, they're just like zombies. They don't, like everybody says, nice to sell, right? That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> they come on time. No, when Europeans oh. come, they buy the passengers instead of the reporter. They come and buy the white plate and nothing. Nothing. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, don't send them to a Persian or to a Bukharian. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, I, 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 in the beginning, when I first had still, I went to Khasna from a Bukharian. The only guy that was there, like, there was like the truck. The caterer was just like unloading stuff. It wasn't even... <laughs> There wasn't anybody there, not even the photographer, there was nothing. At the time when there was call for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't start, it was called, it said also like 6.30, it didn't start, the chuppah was, was after 10. After 10. I remember that, after 10. And you're always nervous, maybe there's one time, because I, mean, I, I always ask them, is it really going to be, is it American time, is it Persian time? <laughs> no, 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 we have to make it. And then I, I, I always believe it. And I go there and there's nobody, nobody else there. I'm the only person, you know. But those are your serum. What happens... What happens when a person gets used to certain yusurim? So those, that's just an inconvenience. Thank God nothing happened. But you get used to inconveniences, which is a good thing. You don't want to be a high-strung, nervous person. That's not the point of it, to make you nervous. Other what we're going to learn, we're going to see more about it, is that this is the key to finding to finding more, much more menuchas and nefesh, much more tranquility in your life, when you live with the Kosh and everything. So he's going to say on the next page. So he says over here, so we just uh, means that we take it as part of our routine you reach into the pocket, you're missing your change <laughs> you know, these things happen you get stuck in traffic oh, no. now, so you're not in the parasha of Surim like, as long as everything is going nice you're an easy going guy, life is fine you don't, and you don't think of any you don't think of, of anything that Hashem broke, any told that Hashem is doing for you you're just going through life and then what happens? When God forbid something bad happens, I'm not talking about change, something bad. God forbid a child dies, a father dies, then all of a sudden, he's, we, would say, we would just translate that, it's an expression, he's totally tzabrachim. He's shattered by the experience. That kind of his leg is broken, meaning he, he's, he has nothing to stand on. He has nothing to stand on. He was never working to drive deep into his personality, into his whole personality, into his whole way of thinking. This is the Barish, this is the Barish Lohan. And the Barish Lohan is, it's tight. It's every single second is tight. So now he's trying to say, this must be for the good. He never thinks about Hashem. Now he's trying to, he's not, he's trying to, recuperate from this loss by saying, well, I guess everything that God does is for the good. But he's not in that parish at all. He doesn't live with that at all. Now, he's a Yid, so he has it in him, so he can work on it and try and try, and maybe it'll make it better. It'll help him, of course, but he can't have that kind of manuchas and efforts that a Jew who lives with a Kedosh every minute. And, and every time he has anything in life, he always says, that's no, Akash Baruch did this, Akash Baruch did that, and this from Hashem. It's a, it's a time for me. It's a, that person, every second is in that in that parasha. He wasn't working before him to to deal with, with uh, in, to live in that world of Amuna. If, if, if someone goes out, if if uh, you're with a group of people, and uh, God forbid, like. Uh, there's something like last year, a few years ago when you had the Maisei here in New York with the buildings with 9-11. So people were running, Hamish running, to, to get away. 
So there were some of those people that they always run. They run every day. They exercise. They run on the treadmill. They go running around the park. They run. So when everybody was in the same Indian, and they were all scared, and everybody has to run. So when you have your adrenaline going and you're afraid, you run. But this is still a big nafkim in it. And I was thinking both run. But there's a huge difference between the guy that runs every day with the adrenaline, without the adrenaline. He also has adrenaline. The guy, that's, the, the, the guy that runs every day is also scared. So there's a big difference. If you're not working out, you're not working out, you might have the same reason to run, but you just don't have the kaychas to do it. So it, it, it's like that when it comes to, God forbid, a difficulty in life, a person who's training, who's running, who's with Emun, who's with Ahavas Hashem, who lives with Yisurim as something that's important and meaningful in life, not just, ah, I had an inconvenience, I got into a traffic jam, I reached into the pocket, it was the wrong change, but understands it's a toiva from Hashem as well. Every single second, the Rosh is sending you something with toiva, the toivoscha anitzchus forever, forever. So it's, it's the difference between a guy that's working out for the for the Olympics and goes to go, and the guy that never works out, and he can't he can't uh, run up the steps. He's already they got to call Hatzalah for him. So now the guy, all of a sudden, this person's uh, God forbid, God forbid, this person's child passed away. So now he's going to start to get. He's now he gets onto the treadmill for the first time. He's trying to run away from that pain. He doesn't know how to get away from it. So he has he. They told him to strengthen himself. Hashem, Hashem. Everybody comes to shiva. At the funeral, they're all saying, "God did. God, what God did is for the best. God did for the best." Comes to the shiva. Everybody says, "You know, Hashem knows what he's doing. Hashem is for the best." And inside of himself, he's he's, he's totally totally lost. He's broken. He doesn't live in that world. It's a foreign language to him. He officially believes it, and he understands what he's saying, but I don't, I don't know that. I don't feel that, because I don't live that way. If you want to, to do this, Avayda, in a, in, a, in, a, in a way that's established, in a way that's real, we've been learning this from the beginning of the Sefer, in everything in life, when it comes to Amunah, and now we're learning about Ahabas Hashem, and how to deal with the Yisurim. You have to begin from the simplest things in life. I was reading now about it's the Chav Sam's yard site. Uh, not today. Chav. Chav Dal's the Chav Sam. Today's Chai Elo. Today's. Today's Morales. <coughs> the Morales yard site. And it's the Balpanya's uh, birthday. And it's a big day today, Balshamta's birthday. And it's also Ali Melech Tepper's birthday. That's my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to forget that in case somehow, somewhere, this gets around. So, the Chavos Chaim, they wrote, I was reading last night the Hamodiyah for this job, it has a, has a whole uh, thing on the Chavos Chaim. Actually, one of them is uh, the father of uh, one of my closest friends, Shai Chayfetz. They have his father's one of the few that are left that was by the, that learned by the Chavzheim. He learned by him for seven years. So I have a whole thing there from also with Baruch Chayfetz and from Rabshach uh, Nizam, you know, the people that were by the Chavzheim. That's how the Chavzheim lived. Every single second, the Chavzheim lived with the Kaddish Baruch. For those who think there's like this, is, first of all, he's not Chassidish Rav Schwartz. And anybody who thought so, but and, and, and by now, if you met him, you realize he's not. And this is Judaism, one. You know, zero, zero, one, introduction to Judaism. To be with the Kaddish Baruch every minute of the day. The Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim, every second. All the stories about the Chavetz Chaim, are, are the, that's, that's the story. There was a, there's a mice of the Chavetz Chaim. It's not, it's not in the magazine, but I remember from one of the storm that he was already very old, and um, we have some good stories from the Bachem. There were, there were, you know, there was a Heisbacher that was always assigned the Bachem to take care of him. It was a big fight, you know, who would get to watch Chavzheim during the night, whatever, to stay with him. So once he said that it was thundering lightning, thundering lightning, very strong. And he, he the Bachem was worried just to make sure the Chavzheim wasn't frightened or something, you know, to see if he's okay. So. He peeked into the crack, into the Chavz Chaim's room. And the Chavz Chaim was standing by the window, looking at the lightning. And he heard the Chavz Chaim saying over, over and over, 
as was felt at Tartan. Was felt at Tartan. What does my father want? What does father, what do you want? So, I saw this in the Sefer. What was Chavzheim saying? The Gemara says in Brachis, the Gemara says in the Ninth Parrot, that that the whole Indian of thunder is is because there's a crook in this in, in the heart that we're lacking a little bit now in, in, in our fear of Hashem, and thunder is a, a good reminder. It's a clap to to remember that I'm I'm, I'm over here in the world. There's a Rebbeinu here in the world. Thunder is a good clap. So I'm in the world. Just I wanted to remind you I'm here. So the Chavos Chaim is asking Tata, you want to tell me you saw me or something? What are you what, what is it you're telling me? I'm trying to understand. That's how the Chavos Chaim lived every second. That's how that's how a Jew is supposed to live with everything that happens in life. Father, what do you what is it you want from me? Not a complaint. What do you want from me? Not that way. What do you ask of me? What are you asking for me? What do you want me to change? What do you want me to do? What's the tata? So a person who lives in, in, in that world of HaKadosh Baruch even with the small things, with the small things, uh, I move my hand the wrong way, the, 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 the soda spills all over, I don't mean to, but all over Ezra's safer and, and, his, and his shirt and his pants, and he just, he just took this out from the laundry, everything. So, so if if he's a, like a guy that's a Balmidus, which he happens to be Balmidus, so you know that, so then then as we'll say, nothing to worry about. It's, not, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. But that wouldn't be what Rav Schwartz is saying. That's not the tachlis of one's avoda. The other way is not to say, oh, I can't believe it. This is Yisurim. <laughs> that's also not the way. What? But my life is filled with suffering. That's Narishkai. It's a it's a stain on your shirt. It's Narishkai. So what is what is showing us? The mahalach is to say, this is not a, a something that's that I would have rather had. I'd rather not have the soda all over me. Elamai, ain yisurim Doesn't mean that I'm evil. Doesn't mean that I'm a sinner. It means that in an early lifetime or in this lifetime, there's an exact cheshment that, that the Creator of the world has with me. Why is it that this embarrassment or this stain, whatever it is, why is it? That it's happening to me, and I and I and I not only do I accept it, I appreciate the toiv hanitzchi, the eternal good that is mysteriously tied in to this silly little inconvenience. Because that's all it's silly inconvenience. Silly inconvenience. That I told you once, how the musician I said that it's. An, I, I think I said this you once. How it's the nature of a person when you see somebody slip and fall down, people start to laugh. Not if it's God forbid serious. My mother has this thing. She tells it like once every 15 years, but when she says it, she is so she enjoys it so much because her eyes, she cries from laughing. She remembers that after after the war, after the concentration camp, when they were liberated, she was in London for, a, uh, for like nine, ten months. She still thinks that she speaks with an English accent, but <laughs> don't tell her that that's not English. So she was in England for like ten months in, in, a, in an orphanage. With the other girls from the, from the <coughs> concentration camp, and she said that they have these big buses over there, the double-decker buses. They're trying to bring up to New York also, but they have these like. My mother said, but she says it. She says it in a very funny way. She says a little bit Hungarian, a little bit English, a little bit Yiddish. But she said there was she was she never saw such a thing in her life, this bus, and there was a girl. She's a fat, fat lady that slipped. And she fell down. She was standing by the steps, and she rolled down. My, my mother was at the bottom, on the first floor of the bus, and this big lady came rolling down. <laughs> and, and my mother, when she tells it, she starts to. It was a very funny thing. And everybody starts to laugh. Why do people laugh when something happens? When a person slips? What's funny? What's funny? And not only that, the more hush of the person, the funnier it is. If it's a very hush. Like remember once, years ago, Gerald Ford was president, and the golfing and the golf ball hit him in the head. <laughs> bounced off a tree or something and banged him in the head. The whole America was laughing for a week because the President of the United States had like the gospel. It was a regular guy laughing and then there was... So what's funny when a person slips? And Mizzichem Haggit said that when the person falls, meaning it, the reason that whoever sees that, we don't understand what it is, but Anishama understands that there was a din that the person had certain to go through certain yisurim and it was supposed to be much, 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 much worse than that. But because of the embarrassment and humiliation to the other people watching you, so, so because of that, you, it was enough to have a little thing like that, a clinic thing. So, so why do people live? Because they're happy. They're happy for the person. 
they're happy that, that you got off the hook with, with something like that. So there's a natural instinct to, to, to live. So you'd say, so then the person will get, will get shot and we should laugh even harder. And then, the, then there's a milchama going on between what my neshama might know and between the empathy that I consciously feel, that I empathize with this person, or I sympathize with him, and so on. It's, but there is an Indian like that, that a person has to get into that world of seeing things in that way. But even if somebody else is irresponsible, he's Phil Soto or the money changer who went to his daughter, he had a job to do, and it wound up that you were not able to get your money that day. So even though he didn't do his job, you're for, for, for Rebbe, that's okay. So whatever, whatever reason, yeah, I'm what about the guy? What about, about the money changer? No, I'm talking about I mean, me. Is this for you because he was irresponsible? His, yeah. I, could, I mean, it goes that far. Yeah. That yeah. Even he yeah. messes up. Yeah, yeah. That's his cheshman while he's keeping people right, waiting. Right, right, That's his cheshman. That's his. You, you see, I'm going back in the car. I have yeah. to come back tomorrow for whatever reason. Oh, I didn't take it like I'm saying it to you. I was more annoyed. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a successful Vulvavi moment. Uh, I didn't scream or get upset, but I was just, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. I collected myself once I got back to the car because right. I wanted especially to sound good in front of the kids. <laughs> but when I was just standing there, you know, because it took me, it took me three times to, to change the money. I, each time I came when it was the hours. Right, right. But Maisa, the way that I should have done it is Benachanami, it's Yisurim, and the way that Rosh has explained to us that this is the way of the third. Did, did no, you didn't mean to. I meant it. That's what I'm telling you. It's, I, you know, our fight, we have to work on it. We have to work on it. Bishas Maisa is very easy to like lose it, lose it. But it's you got to then, you know, to reel it in. I'm just finding in my own life. It's much, much, much easier for me to reel it in than it used to be. In other words, my instincts are still, you know, you have a lifetime of instincts. So my instinct is still to react the wrong way. But I'm catching myself much, much faster. First of all, many times I'm able to avoid the whole aggravation since I've been learning this farm. But even when I don't, I'm definitely catch. I'm, 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 it's much shorter and much easier. It's getting much, much, much better than, than it used to be, you know. And that's not, but that's a, an avoid of one's entire life. And I know that I would, if I would spend more time with his brain and those that Rosh Schwartz is telling us, and I work on him more, it would become, it would become much, better, much better than that. You know, it would become much better than that. See, the thing about Rosh Schwartz that's particularly intimidating is he is what he writes. He is what he writes. That's, that's the most, to me, that's the most unnerving and challenging thing about being with him. That he is the he is what he writes, and there's complete and total devekis tashem without anything in the slightest way. Like uh, that's why I you, you might have noticed when he was in shul. I would never I don't give him an introduction. Right? Right. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It's it's because to him the whole thing is is shaken. I don't tell about Simei either. Even though Simei would never get it, would never. Because I've seen him such a like a jolly, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and besides, you know, it's just I feel like it's dangerous to do this because that happened with somebody. Somebody did do that in you know, one of the places he was in. And he, it was very, it wasn't good at all. You know, he, he, he just he doesn't go there. That's not, there's nothing there. That's, if it's not, if it's not endless, it's not all good. so. It's very very hard, you know. But he lives in that place, and there's nothing like. Uh, and I asked him. This is also I, I just because it was, in, it was in, it's instinctive for me to do this. But so I asked him, "Is everything okay? Where you're staying? Are you comfortable?" He looked at me like I was in <laughs> outer space. Now, if you would ask him that, if you would ask him that, he, he would just say it was okay. But he he was disappointed in me, like because he thinks I'm supposed to be like uh, not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he said Friday night about it with the children. Like so he, he couldn't believe that I was asking him. So he looked at me. And he, this is what he said to me. So I already, what, after I said, I said, oh. Because <laughs> I, like, I was, oh, when I'm with him, I'm constantly perspiring all the time. So I, I asked him, I said, he looked at me and he said, like, what do you mean? So I said, uh, and I, I made a quick comeback. Because I meant just like a, like a, but I, 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 I had a quick comeback and I said, Yesh makom litbodet shama litbonein. He said, you have a place where you could daven over there, is it? Is it? So he said, Chol makom shadam rotzeh u motzi makom kandun. And the shtiyot shed makom kan, as the shams are. 
He doesn't even see. I don't know what he. I never saw anything to see a person like this. He's in that place of what, of what the safer is, you know. But it's it's. And then the next, you know, but if you go over to him, you say, you say, they'll say they'll smile to you like. Uh, well, Friday night you came over to bring your boy Chaimdova, like, uh, just uh, he gave a little mazel tov. If you know what what we're talking about before he gave that mazel tov, he was in a place that Mamish not from this world. That's and but. So in the second, okay, I'll take Malbutach. But but he's not in that place at all. He's in a different world. Um, he's in a different world. He's that's an avoider for him to be able to say to somebody Malbutach. But for him, it's a big avoider to do that. He has to work at that to say to say like to, to say Malbutach. Now that's very it's a very unusual thing. That's that's who he is. For the rest of us, as we work and we work, we work. We find the more effort we put into this. The, the more you begin to see the, the, the real the results, and even if even if you fail, because we fail all the time, but you could you really, you really have a point of reference. You know, it could be different. I don't have to be like that. I could be different, and that itself is a very very chosher thing. So he explains. You have to start the That's why the Gemara gives this example. You put your hand into your pocket. Uh, and you took out the wrong bill. You can't use it. The, you, you took out the wrong bill. You can't use this bill for the to pay. Case. Kshul machnis shuvas ayad lekis. Case. Kshul machnis shuvas ayad lekis. Now, when you you put your your hand back into the packet, Yasas amitreches bainus pshuto. Now, if you have a tiny little second of his bainus, again, think about it for one second. It's not a major thing, but you think about it for a second. In your mind, you don't have to say, but you know, your mind is what your thought is. In your mind, say the following thing to Hashem. Creator of the world. Who decided this? That what? That when I put my hand the first time into the pocket, I took out too little money. They would come out the wrong bill. Who decided this? You were guys of this. You made this. You decreed this. So that must be next page. So that it must be that the Bible What do you want from me? You want Sha'achnis page race nunvav. Sha'achnis pamayim is a yad lekis. Must be that you want me to put my hand into the pocket a second time, not once but twice. This is what you think for a second. It goes through your mind. If this is what you want, must be that it's good for me. Must be it's good for me. Now, anybody that would hear this for the first time would say, like, what, who cares? But you put your hand in the palm. But the Gemara makes a point of this. Why does the Gemara make a point of it? Because that's our avoidance, to look at life this way. Again, not to get sad or upset, just the opposite. It has the opposite effect. It must be that this is good for me. And he puts his hand into the back of the second time. Or a third time. He just does what he has to. Right? A person who takes these little inconveniences and he experiences them in a true way. He lives with them in a true way. He can acquire unbelievable happiness. A different life. Somebody again from the side might say, what do you mean? It never bothered me. Who thinks twice about So what, you have to put your hand in your pocket twice? If I don't think about it, I'm a happier guy. Why should I stop and think that this is anything annoying? I'll just be happy because I don't pay attention to it. You're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. Because then you're not a Balavaida and you're not you're not living in the parish of Ahavas Hashem and and there are many other things in life besides the, besides reaching into your pocket. And there are many other things in life that are much harder and God forbid much worse than that. And and then you don't have the Kalim to even deal with it. Besides that this is true. This is true. Ki Yasurim Elo Harinim Soim Yom Yom. We go through the, through these difficulties and challenges and little pieces of suffering every day. 
Sha-sha, not just once a day, every hour. Every hour there are things that... Every hour. Lamasha, you, you want to have a, a quiet, at least one hour a day, where it's just quiet and you can concentrate on learning, right? And while you're talking, so I already had my thing go off. It's already, it's already buzzing. And while it was buzzing, yeah, I know that's the same, Mashallah. While, <laughs> while, it's, while it's buzzing, so it takes away, it, it already takes away my Menuchas and You just had the thing. So it's Chaval. You could have had an hour free. And now there's a reminder, nothing bad, God forbid, hopefully it's with Kleine Oh yeah, I have to, to call this, I have to call back. Have to. So there's nothing, thank God there's nothing bad. But it's still Yisur. It's worth, it's, it's much bigger Yisur, I think, than finding a wrong bill in your pocket and going in a second pump in your pocket. You want to have a little bit of Yisur and you feel the machine going, that's, that's big Yisur. So, again, a machshava, Rabbi Shalom, you know, that I really, really wanted to have a quiet hour just to learn your Torah. Who sent me that message? So I know it says the person who sent me the message is is whatever, Chamyankel Kapoya, whatever. Moshe Kapoya sent me this message. Who sent, who put into Moshe that Moshe Kapoya should decide that a Dafka has to be, especially as Moshe Kapoya knows that I'm learning now, or maybe he doesn't know, he forgot. Who sent that Moshe Kapoya should Dafka give me a buzz right now that this should be, to stare my my feeling of Milchus and Efesh and Yishev You will go, to such a Gezer. Why did you make a Gezer like that? It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't understand it because I know you want me to learn your Torah. So if you did that, like anything else that you do for me, it must be that it's something which is Tav Ba'avuri. It's something which is even more important for me, for that second, to, to for that second, than the than that little second of Torah that I might have missed. And, and, and therefore, I appreciate it. Again, the word appreciate sounds silly here, but I accept it be a hava. Not appreciate, it sounds <coughs> ingenuous. But I accept it be a hava. That's a toiv. That's a And maybe if I would have thought about it, I didn't. I should have closed. Maybe I could have turned it off before. And then I wouldn't have had that. But, but if I didn't think of it, that's also. Because that was... You have to dive in for that. You're right. You're right. That could be a big game. So you have to dive in for that and say, help me. In other words, let's say you see that what happens very often during the time that you're learning, just judging by how your phone works. And you know, oh, you could use it short stuff. You could use it. You could use it as a, as a cop out, and you could use it as a and it could be a yetsahar. But that you have to constantly dive in the Gadish Baruch you could usually judge that by how you deal with the cell phone or the BlackBerry. Yeah. One has to see how do you react differently at different times in your life with certain challenges or interruptions. And you'll see when it's Tami Yetzirah. You can begin to realize when it's Yetzirah. Because there are other times that that, that, that 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 would not pose a problem for you, and other times it does pose a problem for you. So then you have to evaluate and make a cheshmer nefesh. Seriously speaking, is you know, <coughs> is this the yitzhar or is it not the yitzhar? That's only each person has different things that he has to see in the circumstances of his life to to, to, to make that decision, and to daven that he should be able to see this in in, in a clear way, in in a good way. Certainly, if a per, uh, uh, there are times you know, I mean, the person has a job, so he has to leave it on, so he has to see, because it could be causing another person difficulties or pain if you don't, if you didn't, uh, or, you know, if yeah. you didn't, you, you don't. You miss a bus, you know, your next bus is half an hour later. Is it discerning or to see what you're going to do in that extra half hour while you wait for the bus? Are you going to go shopping and take a hold in the street and see things that you shouldn't see? see? Or are you going to sit on the bus good. and sit by the bus stop and open up the safer? So then you ex- first, uh, so that's a good question. So Shlav Aleph is the first accept the Yisurim of missing the bus. And to say, that's for my Toiv HaNitzchi, that I missed that bus. Now, the question is right now, what's my Avayda right now? It can't be, that you did that to me, to take the bus away from me, or that I missed my bus. It can't be that, you, that the Tachlis of it, of, that, of what happened, is that I should go and go look at the wrong thing. It can't be. 
Elamai, the tachlis must be a to to repair something, as I said before, from the past, and to help me with something in the future. So right now, the next bus is supposed to come in 17 minutes. I'm going to try to use these 17 minutes in as productive a way as possible, which might be to take out a safer, or it might be that I could make some, I could make a call to my wife and ask her, how are you? To be misamech, my wife and my mom. Whatever it is. But they ask to use this, the future that you, you gave me these 17 minutes. I can't do anything about it because the bus is not coming now. So help me to use these 17 minutes in a good way, whether it means to look in the safe or it means to call my mother, but something that could be a to'elis, the tachlis of why I'm in this world, as opposed to as opposed to uh, going to look at the newsstand or something like that. That's not the tachlis of being in the world, to look at a newsstand. So the tachlis, but to call your mother, that's a tachlis. To look at a mishnah, that's a tachlis. To even to strike up a conversation with some miskein, uh, some rachmanis next to you, that also could be, it's a good you think. To be Mikhail, a person that looks like you're down and out. But it should be with a toelis. All the time, you should always ask Hashem to help that everything I, I do should be a toelis, should be beneficial to me forever and to whoever I'm with. Whoever I talk to should be a toelis. We would say much less things. We would, we would act totally differently. But if we would think about that, that I should be, everything that I do and everything that I say should be a toelis for myself and for others, should be of use. Shouldn't be stumped. Shouldn't be stumped. So, when he's mentioned about the Yetzara, it isn't really a Kaddish Baruch who's sending the Yetzara. I mean, it's not, it's not like somebody different. Right. You, want, you can call the Yetzara, but it's still Hashem. It's still Hashem. It's 100%. Hashem's Baruch, as we know from the Marshal in the Zara Kaddish, that Hashem is ta- is, sends the, uh, that, the uh, woman of ill repute. Like the king that sends the woman, the king sends the woman of Illipu to test the, the his son. That's what every Yetzirah is. Every Yetzirah is something which is very, very holy, sent from Hashem, dressed up like a Zaina, you'll forgive me, dressed up like a, like a woman of the street, to pull you the wrong way, so you should be able to be misgabra on that Nisayin, which is the Taivascha Hanitzchi, which, which Hashem is brought. You need it at that time. You need it at that time, and that's exactly what you needed in your life. There was a, one of the tzaddikim said a marshal. He said, he's talking about why it says the shleish is from niftach. The gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, there are three books. There, there, there are three books. So you know, there's the book of the tzaddikim gemara, big tzaddikim, the book they signed right, it's good, and then there's the book of God forbid of the rishayim, and it says that they signed the altar lemisa, they signed in the bad book, they signed to die. And then, then you have the benjamin in between. So there was a tzaddik that could be Reb Chaim Ayavizitz, I think. I'm not sure. So he, he said, "What do you mean? You see the emissaries? You see that there, that there are a lot of rishonim that they're, they're running around the world. So that, what do you mean? They were signed in the Book of Death. The worst rishonim. The one he's coming out to the United Nations. I don't know when any day now from Iran. Aminishan. is coming to, and he's going to be wined and dined. They're going to making. They're going to be." Uh, uh, they're going to be, uh, he's a hush of a person here in, in uh, the United Nations. So I always think, I say, it's a small thing for you. It's a small <laughs> thing for you to, to, to uh, you know, to just, uh, just go like this to him. You know, just go like that to him. But in a way, this should be filled with busyness. His tongue should fall out. I don't mean to, to die right away. I mean, good, you know, the tongue should fall out like a saita. Just go on the floor. You know, whatever. And he's going to come here marching around. So, in the world, they're going over. So, what does it mean? The tzaddik is, what does it mean? It says that Rosh Hashanah, Hashem opens up his book, and he writes in the book, the Rishayim, the Altul Misa, that they're going to die. What? Where? So, the tzaddik said a marshal, which obviously it's a very, very big question, and needs more time than this marshal. But the tzaddik said an interesting marshal, I thought. He said that there's a, um, the, the, a guy goes to a guy didn't feel well he had some kind of a problem an attack or something and they took him to the hospital he goes into the hospital room and there's a guy in the bed in the next bed also had this Indian had the same kind of an Indian it's that section of the house it's the same kind of an Indian the doctor comes in and looks this one goes that one and he, the kid said he, he sends he sends the uh, the other guy he, send, he says uh, you're, okay 
I'll arrange with the nurse. It's okay, you're discharged. You're, uh, I can discharge you today. And this guy, he, the doctor doesn't discharge. So, so he, goes, he says to the doctor, I don't understand. We have the same machla. We have the same sickness because we were schmoozing. We have the same sickness. So how come you're nice enough to let him go home? And me, he's keeping here in this miserable place, in the hospital. So we know what the doctor says. The doctor says to him, listen, I don't want the guy to hear, but you should know. It's true you have the same sickness. There's nothing I can do to help him. There's nothing I can do to help him. In other words, it's phone. Nothing to do. So you might as well go home. But, but you, thank God, we have what to do with you. So I'm going to be sticking needles in you now and making your life miserable. Because there's what to do with you. The other guy, so I send them home. So the tzaddik said, there is such a thing that a person has written, Laal Palamisa. Tais is what he says there. It's in Rosh Hashanah. Tazai. That it's talking about a din of Eilam Haba. So it could be that what does that mean, Eilam Haba? That means that that when it comes to somebody who is still a Benini, uh, someone who is still in the, in the parasha of doing tshuva, of doing tshuva, so the Barisham keeps them in the hospital with all kinds of could be tsars and different difficulties and problems in life with panas, whatever it might be, health. But he's in, he, he's getting needles. He's getting, you know, he's... And the other guy, the other guy, he just lets him go. So that guy, when that guy goes home, the other guy that goes home from the hospital, he's enjoying himself. He's having a good time. Goes, he sees his family. He goes, turns on the television, watches his favorite program. He asks the doctor, do I have to be careful with what I eat? What about my diet? I said, no. Enjoy. The other guy's listening. I can't believe it. He told me he can go have he can go have French fries, and a hot dog and French fries. And to me, they put they keep me on the uh, on the intravenous. Oh yeah, I wish I could be like that guy. That's the, you don't want to be like that guy because that guy's a Rahmanis. There's no point in there's no point in giving him any more treatments because it's so fafal. We have to daven the Shemesh when we see that our life is our life is good. We have to say, please, I beg you. I don't want to be like that guy that was sent home from the hospital. You understand? Give me what I need to get better. It should be loyal that you serve. I don't want to have. I, I'm asking. It shouldn't be in a hard way, but I want to be able to get better. I want to because I believe that I'm in that book that I still have a chance. I want to get better. So I understand. I need treatments. I need help. So I don't want to be loyal. Was it was it saying that people? Uh, Shouldn't be, God forbid, not through suffering or for, or for sickness or illness. I don't. But but it, give me a, give me some kind of treatment that I could get better. Tell me what I could do. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. If, if I still need help, I don't want to be sent home. I don't want to be sent home to die. Or the Vishan that they walk around the world with the Vishan has. So there's nothing. In other words, these Vishan. Even if they get a clap, you understand. Even if they get sick, they're not going to change. They're not going to do tshuva. It's not going to help. So then, the, so they, they, they can be left alone. And then after after they die, so then then then, then uh, whatever has to be is taken care of. But you have a person that he's he's in the parish of, of of being helped. He could be helped, and he has to go through certain things. And the doctor, the the creator, is every second coming in and looking and with the charts and. The, Worried and talking to him and, and being mechazek him, and then he gets he gets things that hurt. He gets needles. He gets intravenous. He's not eating. He wants his favorite uh, snack. He can't have it. But the but the Vaishnav's in his Indian. He he's involved in the case, as opposed to God forbid Hashem like with the snake saying, uh, "Go do, do whatever you want. I'm finished with you. No, do whatever you want. I'll, 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 we'll settle afterwards because this world is not with this Vaishnav from Iran." The world is not, there aren't enough Yisurim in this world. There's not enough bed in the world that he should be put through. There should be a Cheshman, you understand? So he goes around and he's going to come here making that face and talking about, he comes He comes to America to talk about how America should be, you know, eliminated from the world. So that, why, why, doesn't, why doesn't he go through something? Teach him a lesson. The terrorist is, he doesn't learn any lessons. There are people that don't learn, like power. They don't learn. They don't learn from their lessons. But there are other people who learn from their lessons, and and then then they get them. And if any of us would be crazy enough to say, you know what, do me a favor, Baruch Hashem, I don't want to learn. I don't want to have any lessons. I want to be some. Don't God forbid. What we ask for is it should be la'ay da yisurim, la'ay da yisurim mechlaim roim. 
it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, I want, I want a chance to do tshuva, I want the lesson, just, I, I'm, I'm asking you that help me to learn what I need to learn without getting a clot, if it's possible, without getting a clot. But, but, but as far as the, the Risham that are running around the world, it's like the other guy in the hospital, he was discharged from the hospital. It's a good muscle, isn't it? It's a strong muscle to think, I mean, you think about it, it's a strong muscle to dis- discharge this guy from the hospital, so it's a big simcha. He comes home, everybody's crying, they're so happy, he's home, the embassy is, and he walked into the house, the Malachamah, this, the angel of death, walked into the house with him. And the other guy, and the other guy sitting in the hospital with all the sick people, and over there, the Malach, the Malach uh, Rafal was with him. The Malach Rafal was standing over there, watching over him. This guy goes with the Malachamah, this home. But when you look at it, you would say, oh, yeah, I'd rather be, and it seems I'd much rather be in, in, in that guy's shoes, the guy that went home. No. I'm asking Hakadosh Baruch I, I don't want you to let go of me. I want you to work with me. I, I'm, I'm hoping it won't be with suffering and difficulty. It's hard for me. I don't know how. If I'll be able to have enough amuna. But don't let go of my case. I want, I want, it, I want you to work. I want to be in, in the parasha, getting better, doing tshuva. That's the difference. So when you live with it, and every single day, if we don't pay attention to those little things like somebody else's baby crying or being late for the bus or putting my hands into the pocket and getting more attention. If I don't pay attention, then every second, Hashem sends us those little things in life to help us make the kalim to, to, to create, he create, He's giving us an opportunity to have vessels and containers to have a connection to Hashem that's filled with love. Because every single second you, you, you're being, whenever you have these things, you remind yourself about how Hashem is doing this litayvasi for my good. He loves me. That's why He's doing this for me. Why is He keeping me in the hospital? Because He loves me. That's why He's keeping me in the hospital. I'm asking that I should be able to leave. I don't want to be here because it's hard for me to learn. It's hard for me to dive, and I'm, I'm sick. I don't feel well. But but I know that with, that as long as to that second that you take me out, I know that if I'm here, it's with tayvasi. It's It's for good. If you don't think deeply about all these little things in life, if you don't stop for a second and think about, them, you don't feel it. You don't feel that ahava, that love that comes that comes with with, uh, with understanding that that Hashem is doing that for you. And if you don't feel it, then medalgim. Then you skip over the whole thing. Vimadalgim, you don't pay attention to these little things. Then you're losing precious, precious moments of being able to feel the, the great closeness to Hashem and the great love that He has for, you, for each and every one of us. Okay, that's Hashem.